Okay. Yeah. Silo Creek. Yeah, so Silo Creek, you know, so it all kind of got started by our passion for bow hunting, you know, white-tailed deer, right, and our passion for out, the outdoors. And uh, Jerry's been a friend of mine for a while. We've hunted together. We leased uh, 157 acres over in uh, Barron County, just up the road from where Silo Creek Farms is. And, um, yeah, so we wanted to own our property one day and, and manage it for wildlife. Uh, you know, it's... It seems contradictory to you, a lot of people, right? Managing for wildlife than going out there and killing them, right? But it's, it, you know, they live a good life. Yeah, they live a good life, and and uh, and, and the reality is, there's there's a lot of them. Um, but yeah, we love we love managing the property, uh, not only just for white-tailed deer, but for bees, for butterflies, for you know, upland game, birds, etc. So, really. Our vision is was just to take this 161 acres, which we call a Silo Creek, and the reason why we call it Silo Creek is we got an old porcelain silo on the uh, on the property, and we got a creek. So we thought, well, why not just call it Silo Creek? So, you know, we we put this our vision together and uh, incorporated a management plan through Barron County, through uh, you know, basically uh, the um, state of Wisconsin, the DNR, and also some federal programs that have been made available to us so we're just really just trying to make the property better than how we found it Mm -hmm. and um and and allow our friends family and whomever to enjoy it with us i've you know i've been up there twice and it was really beautiful i'd love to go trot around in the woods and and check out one what you're growing and feeding them and then you know explore some of those drainages and and look for mushrooms yeah yeah, I'm sure. You know, I haven't really actively looked for mushrooms out there yet, but they gotta there, be there. There's so much diversity that got to be there. Yeah, you know, because um, we have lowlands, we have the highlands, we have, you know, we have um, uh, pine plantations, we have deciduous wood patches, we have creek bottoms, we got buckthorn, we have you name it. We pretty much have it out there. Is uh, for those of us that don't know what deciduous wood is. Yeah, so deciduous is this, you know, it's it's a mixture of, of hardwoods that we have, you know, here in, in our geographic area. So, for instance, you know, there's going to be some some oak, some maple, some birch, you know, cherry trees. It's just a mix of kind of that hardwood tree versus, you know, uh, a, a coniferous forest or right. I don't even think I said that right, but uh, which is basically pine trees, Yep. you know, so... And you do have some tracks of pine, right? Yeah, we have yeah. probably will be a, probably about fifteen acres of of pine tree plantations, and we're adding another ten thousand trees. Oh wow! Coming later part of this year, so that's a big part of the management program as well. Very cool. Mm-hmm. So, what do you what do you feed them? You grow crops just specifically yeah. for those guys? Yeah. So we have forty five ish acres of tillable land that we actually lease out to a local farmer who farms for soybeans and corn and potentially alfalfa, hay. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been mainly rotating corns and beans. Uh, and then we have some strategic areas that we, which are called staging plots, where we usually will plant like a, a barasicus, which is a turnip, a radish type, you know, kind of underground. Like a uh, tuber? Or- like a tuber, yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. tuber. Um the deer really love the tuber type plants like that when we get our first frost because all the sweetness comes to the to the top and they love to eat the leaves. So then in the wintertime, they dig them up. 
Oh, and, and, they, and so they, they do eat them. Yep, they eat them. Yep, they eat them from from top to bottom. It's kind of interesting based upon the weather patterns, et cetera, what they prefer with that particular mm-hmm. planting. You know, so sometimes I'll walk right by and not take a bite of it. You know, other times they'll spend plenty of time in the field just mowing it down. So, you know, they're like us. They like to have a little diversity in their meals. You know, sometimes you want a steak, sometimes you want a fish, sometimes you want a salad. That deer you gave me a couple of weeks ago was so delicious. Is I mean, it's just, it tastes amazing. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I've eaten moose and caribou, and that's good, but it can be bad. Mm-hmm. And I just think that around here, they just have such a good diet. They do. You know, they're eating, they're basically eating the same things our, our cattle eat. Mm-hmm. You know, they're eating beans, they're eating silage, which is corn, they're eating corn. Um, you know, of course they browse a lot too. So that's where you get maybe a little hint of gamey flavor is the browse that they're eating throughout the woods. But if you watch a cow, he's browsing, you know, the whole time, if, if, there's right? a, if there's a tree branch that's going across the fence, he's going to eat it. Yeah. You know, so the cows will browse too. They're just, that's just the characteristics that they have as, as those types of hoofed animals. But yeah, where we're at in that Wisconsin area there, it's, it's prime it's it's good it's as good as beef you know yeah and your the land is uh there's a lot of diversity in in that piece of land up on silo mm-hmm. um, when we flew that drone i was really impressed with just all the topography yeah You've got that big hill which morel's like yeah and then how it just kind of rolls down almost to if that was at a creek bottom yeah eventually there's a, yeah there's there's a, eventually it all goes down to a creek bottom that does not freeze it's got a natural spring right on our property Oh, that's uh, great. Which ultimately feeds into the hay, which is just less than a mile away, the Hay River over in, in the Prairie Farm area. So, yeah, everything kind of, um, you know, I was told that we have the second highest point in Barron County with the one hill. Uh, but there was a hill that I haven't even brought you up to yet that's really awesome. Yeah. And there's probably some morels hiding out up there, too. It's just a little bit more, cool. um, it's a little more dense up there. And then, quite frankly, that's where a lot of the mature deer like to hang out because they can hang out up there. It's very dense, but they can also strategically lay down and watch their surroundings to see if any danger is coming. So a lot of times the mature deer like that secondary hill that I haven't shown you yet. Yeah, well, I can't wait to see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. But that's what we loved about it, too. A lot of diversity, a lot of different types of animals out there, you know, from, you know, the types of birds that we see to... You know, we see fishers, which a lot of people who don't know what a fisher is, it looks like a huge cross between an otter and a weasel, you know? Oh, I heard one of those in the woods one yeah, time. Yeah, they're pretty it's nasty. Sounded pretty nasty. like a, a screaming woman. Yeah. Well, they're, they're, they're part of the wolverine family, so they, they can be pretty mean. And, and um, How big are they? Uh, they're probably three feet long. Really? You know, they, it depends on how old they are. They just live in the water primarily, and do they build? Oh, they don't even really. They're more land-based animals, um, but they live by the water. You know, they live by the water. They're more land-based animals. They really look a lot like an otter. They just don't have the web feet and stuff that an otter has to, you know, to, su- to swim. Super swim. Yeah, so they're, they, love, they love going after squirrels and, and um, you know, hatchlings and that sort of thing. That's what they're after. And if you're not careful, I mean, I've had one climb up right, right up my tree, and I had to be ready because really? they're, they're mean. It yeah. was coming after you. Yeah. Well, he was a, he was he <laughs> he smelt. I had some uh, 
I had some, you know, venison jerky. I had some scent actually, you know, trying to attract the bucks, right? So I had some scent on my boots and I think he liked how that smelt. So he came to my he came to the base of my tree and started kind of making a move upwards and I had to draw back my bow on him, you know. He took a look at me, I took a look at him and I actually just purposely put an arrow right next to him and then he trotted off from there. Just kind of like a weasel. Yeah, he just kind of looked at me, kind of like Ferret. gave me, gave, basically stuck up his middle finger and said, "Fuck you, buddy. You were never gonna shoot me." I was sleeping in a hammock on the the banks of the Yellow River, up there south of Danbury. Yeah, and uh, middle of the night, I must have rolled over in my hammock tent. Uh, so I'm off the ground, and all of a sudden, I woke up, and it was this it sounded. It sounded like a banshee. It sounded like a screaming blood curdling scream from a woman and it was traveling so fast away from me yeah so whatever it was i startled by shifting in my in my hammock and it did not like it and it was just yelling at me and yeah. i i couldn't figure it out but i did some research and it was like what well, could have been a fox could have been some type of cat and then the fisher came up i'm like that must have been yeah yeah it probably Probably wasn't. Maybe it was a good thing you woke up. <laughs> right, climbing my hammock with me and yeah. chewing off my toes. He might have got you. <laughs> he might have got you. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, so it's it's a great property. We have a lot of fun out there. You know, it's a lot of work, but it's not work. Yeah. You know, it's a great place to, you know, kind of de-stress, kind of a meditation almost mm-hmm. environment out there. Yeah, the inside is really nice. Now, you... Do you, can people rent that? Can yeah. they oh, book absolutely. it out for the week? Yeah, or? yeah. so we actually, uh, so Jerry, my business partner in Silo Creek, he, he recently took on a, a job over Detroit. So um, so he's over there, he's got a big job, keeps him real busy, so he doesn't get a chance to use the farm as much as he would like. Um, and quite frankly, I don't either, you know, run the businesses and whatnot. I wish I could get up there a little bit more. You know, initially we never thought we would do it, but yeah, we're absolutely doing it because it's just a place we want to share with people. Yeah. You know, so, you know, I think it's a great environment for people who just want to come up there and just get away and enjoy, enjoy nature, kind of enjoy that landscape. You know, you're not looking at a lake, but you know, you're looking at fields, you're looking at woods, you got some great walking trails around there. If you like to mountain bike, you can mountain your bike your, your way through the property. There's some cool trails you can hit there. Um, and there's lots of birds. Tons of birds. Tons of birds. Yeah. I, yeah, that's actually one of my favorite things to do is is just when I when I take my my old little dog for a walk in the morning, uh, I have a little bird app that I just like to put on and identify the different types of birds because yep. there's there's so many of them. And um, in fact, one of my one of the coolest birds that we have out there is an indigo bunting. Oh, and, those uh, are beautiful. Yeah, just just radiant blue, and he, yeah. he's. He's on the power line every single morning, just singing, singing away. His heart out. Yeah, and uh, yeah, so he's he's fun to see, and yeah, we have we have a variety of birds. So you know, for the bird watcher, our place would be a great spot to hang out, and you know, we're going to be committed to putting some feeding stations out there as well, right around the property. So kind of up close, so you can see it while you're eating breakfast. Yeah, especially if you're maybe doing a winter rental. Yeah, and uh, you just want to kind of see, you know, obviously the species of the birds declines throughout the course of the year as we get closer to winter, mm-hmm. uh, but we still have some pretty cool bird oh, species oh, yeah. out there. You know, you got your you got your cardinals coming in, you got your chickadees, you know, your chickadees, your blue jays, your 
um, uh, juncos. You got a variety of birds coming in, and it's it's really pretty cool to see that. And then, um, yeah, you just never know what you're going to see. But you know, it's a great spot because we're just down the road from Prairie Farm, and you got your access to the Hay River right there. Yeah, what's you know? that? You took me to. We stopped by a bar there, the Gos- Gosling. Gosnell's Packer Inn. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's the Packer Inn, and, um, you know, I'm a Vikings fan, so I, I, was, I, I got going there with protection sometimes. But, no, it's a, it's a great spot. It's like I call it the living room bar. So yeah. You sit down it, there. It it's really like is. It's like hanging out in the living room, people coming and going. Everybody's super friendly there. Everybody, Most everybody knows each other. Everybody knows each other, and, and that's one of the things. We're literally, you could walk to Gosnell's. Yeah, Packer in from our place. Yeah, you That's probably how close have. we are. I have actually. Yeah, <laughs> did a midnight midnight plus walk one night. Yeah, it's a good idea. It's a nice walk. Yeah, it's good. You got to burn off some calories and you know maybe dry out a little bit, whatever. But um, yeah, so we we run it out. Um, how does somebody uh, go about that? Do you have a website or? Yeah, so we have a Facebook site out there, uh, Silo Creek Barnuminium. Okay. Uh, so if you look at Go to Silo Creek Barnuminium, and then we actually have a property management company that manages it for us. So we we run it through Evolve, which basically uh, syndicates to like Airbnb and uh, Air, awesome. uh, Airbnb and uh, VRBO and all those sites. So it would be a really cool spot for a wedding party too. It would be a great spot for a wedding party for um, a graduation, even or just a, an event. You know, we have enough enough space there. I mean, it's a it's a nice place, right? So, yeah. um, you know, we do credential the people who are renting it, you know, because it is a nice place. Um, you have to, you have to, yeah. And um, you know, but there's a lot of different things you can you can do. You know, you have just down the road is one of the most popular wedding venues in all of America, and that's the Enchanted Barn. I've heard of that. I think I might have played there once. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool place. So a lot of people like to get married there. Um, and and just do special events there. We're only about fifteen minutes away from the Enchanted Barn, so cool. you know they have some um, on-site facilities there. But depending upon the wedding, you might need some additional space. And you know, coming to Silo Creek would be a great option for that because yeah. you're, you're just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the Enchanted Barn. Yeah, next time we go up there, we should cr- try to cruise by the Enchanted Barn. I'm sure they're closed this time of year, but. Yeah, you know, I know they, uh, I know they've been expanding their hours because they do some things over there. And I, I'll be the first to admit, I don't know the owners there. Mm-hmm. Um, I just, I know the venue, and um, I, I really need to introduce myself to the owners just, to, just to let them know if they ever need some overflow, we're there for them to help out. Yeah, uh, as far as lodging goes, uh, but yeah, it's one of the, it's one of the most um, uh, sought after venues for people who kind of want that farm barn style type wedding. Yeah. You know, because it's absolutely beautiful and the setup's awesome. Yeah. Yep. Awesome. Free plug for you, Enchanted Barn. Even though I don't know who you are. But yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll meet them. We're, we're going to go take a picture of their barn with the drone. Yeah. Yeah. And they're going to be featured in the calendar. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the, the cool barn calendar we're going to put together. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, it's uh, love to have you guys come out. Like I said, we're right off the ATV trails, we're right off the snowmobile trails, too. Um, you know, so uh, we don't allow. ATV and or snowmobiling on our property. Uh, we allow access to the trail from our property, but you know we really want to maintain that for for people who are wanting to walk around, look at the birds, and also mm-hmm. we want to maintain the habitat, not disrupt it that much. So uh, we 
we have a variety of walking trails and access points throughout the, the course of the property, and it's a, it's a great spa- place to take a walk or snowshoe or whatever you might want to do. Yep. You know, mountain bike, you know, we just, like I said, we just don't want, um, you know, I'm an ATV or side-by-side guy with snowmobile or two, and, you know, I don't even really snowmobile. The only thing I do on it is, is I will run the snowmobile through just to make sure the deer have some good walking. You know, in the winter, if like this last year, the snow got really deep, and I snowmobiled around to give them access to all the food plots and stuff. And I think if they could speak, they would thank me for that. You know, they probably will. Yeah, yeah. Next fall. Yeah, as they see me in my camo with my arrow like, drawn back. Here is my tenderloin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's that guy that's really nice in the off season, and you got to look out for in the hunting season. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think my favorite piece of meat. Um, that I've experienced in the past few years was out ice fishing with my friends. They they just harvested a deer and brought along a backstrap and gave it to yeah. me. They're like Snyder here, and I just had some bacon, so I cooked up the bacon and then I cooked up that that backstrap in the bacon grease, mm-hmm. and it was just incredible in a yeah. Dutch oven over yeah. like charcoal. Yeah, and it was like insane. Well, I tell you. The- the best we have a tradition during the deer hunting season and um like i said we're mainly archers but you know when we when we shoot a deer um that night we celebrate with the tenderloins and it's just it's a quick marinade it's a olive oil it's garlic it's a little bit of butter and we put it on there i tell you i have not found anybody who does not like that or has, not, or has not said that this is the best, whatever I call it, I've ever had. You know, it's, yeah. it's a lot like a steak. You yeah. know, it just, it just melts in your mouth. And then, and then if you want to be even more adventurous, you can get after the back straps once you skin the deer, and that's a little bit bigger meal for you. But we usually never, never freeze those. We'll grab those as fresh as we can, and it's, it's just a treat to have. I don't think I've ever had a tenderloin, a deer tenderloin. Yeah. Yep. Unless it's in a – you gave me a bag of meat. No, nope. there were some chops. We never they, have them in there because guess what? We take them, them out oh, right away. We yeah. take them out right there. You got to be at camp and we're hanging the deer the in the pole. Yeah. That's something else I wanted to mention that you are completely set up to process those deer for the most part, right? Or yeah. So we, we actually, we, we, um, we do, we do skin ourselves. Um, we don't actually do the sausage and, and um, jerky and that sort of thing. A lot of times we'll give that to our friends and family who want to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we actually use a processor right out of Clayton, Minnesota. Um, and um, it, it's Mike's champion, Northwoods Meats, Mike's Champions Meats. He's great. We've used yeah. him for years. Um, he wins awards all over the country with his you know, sausage making and yeah, it jerky is. making skills. It's great. Um, we may set something up in the future as we have a little bit more time on our hands to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it'd be a great thing to do. And a lot of people locally around us do do that. Um, Cause there's just so many different recipes and stuff you can try. You know, I'd love to, like I said, just, we should throw a sausage fest. Yeah. yeah or, you know, we can rename it. Yeah. I don't think we want to go <laughs> sausage fest, but we might want to go, uh, I don't know. Venison Fest, or Harvest something Fest, like the Harvest Fest, or, yeah. Everybody brings their yeah. their fall time recipes out. Yeah, yeah. Bring them on out. You know, otherwise, you know, we talked about maybe doing a squirrel fest out there and having a little squirrel yes. hunt and seeing how we might be able to manipulate the meat and those little creatures to make them taste really good. Yeah, so they, they are good. Yeah, I, I I can't remember the last time I had a squirrel, but I think it tasted like chicken. Yeah, it'd be fun. You know, we should do that. Yeah, but. 
there's a lot of different things. But you know, it's uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a great spot, Silo Creek Farms. Obviously, I'm biased. I'm I'm a big part of what we made it out to be because mm-hmm. it just used to. It was previously owned by somebody in downtown Stillwater who had a a dream of building this little house. He's kind of a hippie. Actually, he is a hippie. He'd be the first one to tell you he is. And uh, he owned it for 14 years and probably was out there five or six times. Yeah. You know. Um, so him seeing what we've done to it, I think he'd be pretty proud of what we did. Yeah. Well, it you shows. Know. I mean, you're passionate about it, and that's what it takes to take on something like that. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it, yeah. you know, you're not going to want to be out there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like I said, we talked about the, the rental option, the short-term rental option for it, too. I, You know, I'm I'm looking forward to getting that really going so I can share it with everybody who who wants to rent it and be part of it and really curious to see because I want them to document a little bit about their experience there. Yeah. And I'd, I'd love to be able to just have a, a collection of all the experiences that people had out at the farm. Yep. You know, that'd be great for me to see that, that piece of it. You yeah. Know? No, that's a great idea. Well, uh, when you guys do your hunting camp, make sure you invite me. Yeah. Cause I'll come out with my drone. I won't scare the deer, but I'll, yeah. I'll help. Well, we'll put you on the smoker too. Yeah, we always usually have a camp cook there, and if you want to raise your hand for a night or two of that, you're more than welcome to do that. As long as I can smoke a brisket. Yeah, we always have a brisket. Brisket's (laughs) one of the ones. Yeah, one of the ones I did it last year, so I actually forego the morning of hunting because I was tending to my brisket. You know. Yeah. But yeah, be fun. I'm sure. I wonder if it would, if the deer would smell it, would it spook them? They probably start. Maybe maybe you could just sit right there. I know they in a, just in, come a lawn, up. in a lawn chair. You know, smoke some corn. Yeah, smoke some. Yeah, smoke some corn. All of a sudden, you see the guy with the big horns coming in now for a little taste. Yeah, you never know. That sounds. Awful. We've had him come out by the bonfire when we were sitting there before. Really? Yeah, this coming like. What's the most you've seen when you've walked out, or have you ever just seen like fifty deer? Yeah. Oh yeah. Usually in the winter time because we leave some crops up for them. Um, so there's, I went down in the field this last year, and there was 15 deer sitting in one field and 35 pheasants. 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 Wow. Yeah. Those I've, those are huge. Yeah. They're a lot bigger than I. Yeah. I've never actually seen one yeah. or hunted for one. And, it, and that's where we feel like our practices are helping that area too, because there's never really been a lot of pheasants around the area where Silo Creek Farms is, and now there's a lot of pheasants around there, and I think. Partly because they're adapting um, and they're expanding their ranges, but also partly because we have a lot of neighbors and a lot of farmers in the area that leave crop up mm-hmm. to manage the the uh, wildlife. Just, just to give great. them something to eat. Give them something to eat. People love watching them. You learn a lot. Um, you know, sometimes it's nicest to kick back and enjoy what God's given us to look at. You know, and yeah. And, Leaving them some soybeans helps. Oh so, yeah, yeah. Well, you, why take them all? <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, well, cool, Bob. This is Bob Snyder. Yeah, that's uh, Chris I'm, over there. It's my my brother from another mother and father. I think you know. But coincidentally, we got the same last name. So my great grandpa Wally uh, owned a big mink farm out by Ladysmith. Mm, yeah, or Luck. So there are Snyders. Snyder's over in that part from, of the world. From this area. Yeah, so our uh, we were in northeast Minneapolis is where we kind of settled. Uh, kind of a Russian-Polak 
Snyder virgin, version. Okay. You know, version. Um, I'm more like a Scottish German version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I don't know, but <laughs> hey, we're Snyder's man. We're Snyder's. Man. Yeah, I thought, how kind of weird, huh? That was when we changed our last name and they just spelled it the same. Yeah, yeah. I think we used to be a Schneider. Yeah, Schneider. yeah. And then we just made it easier. You know, Schneider. What the hell is a Schneider, anyways? Uh, it's how a many times you get, company. How many times you called Schneider? Oh, or a sender. S-Y-N. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like like yeah, sender. L S Y N. Yeah. I don't know what it is. <laughs> It's not it's that hap- hard to spell. Ha- Six letters. Hey, nothing against the Cinders and the Schneiders <laughs> out there, but you know, it's kind of like being called a Rob, you know, and I'm a Bob, you know. So or it's, Robert. You know, Robert's my given name, so I'll kind of deal with that. But yeah. when, when somebody just assumes my name's Rob, I kind of yeah. I kind of get a little angry on the inside. <laughs> well, I'm glad I never called you Rob. <laughs> yeah, yes, you know, I don't know. Nothing against Robs either. It's just that's just not who I am. So yeah, yep, but. Silo Creek, yeah. Silo Creek, yeah. Check it out. God, we'd love to have you guys come out and you know do a three day rental on the place and and check it out. You know, you it sleeps ten people. You break it up amongst you know two, three, four couples. Pretty affordable for a really cool experience. You don't even have to leave the place. But if you want to do a little fun little bar hop in the area or do some nature viewing or what have you, I can't think of a better way to do it than. Fishing's just down the road too, right? You took me out there ice fishing what last year? Um, is that out by Shatek? Yeah, glad you brought that up. So Shatek's about twenty minutes away from Silo Creek, but also there's really good trout fishing, and a lot of people don't realize that in that area. So we have the Pine River, which is or Pine Creek, excuse me. Uh, we have Sand Creek. We have um, you know we have a variety of tributary systems there from the Hay River. From the Red Cedar River, um, so there's so some are, really are there cool trout places. in yours. In my little my little tr- creek, mm-hmm. I don't know. There probably is. They probably be little brookies or something. We haven't yeah. seen them. Um, you know, it, from where the spring starts to where the creek crosses our border, you know, there's not really a lot of spots to fly fish. It's only probably about two to three inches deep. Okay, but it is flowing all the time so yeah. there, there's 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 something in there i've seen things swimming in there but i haven't been able to identify what they might be have you looked down at the mouth where it dumps into the hay no i haven't been down there but i'm sure there's some good yeah. good maybe good spots there because it's it's chilly water you know i had actually thought about putting a uh kind of a minnow catcher you know, you get, it's perfect for you. Can put a little minnow trap right there and just kind of get a sense for like what what's is, living what in there, in what's yeah. in there. Um, in fact, I should probably maybe think about doing that. Now's a good time to be doing that as we get the snow melt and stuff, and it's going to be a little bit, you know, a little yeah. more vibrant as far as the current goes. Yeah. Well, I'd come help you with that. Yeah, anytime. Anytime. Let's make an excuse. Yeah, an excuse. You, can, you know what's great about it, uh, being in our business, right? You can... You can still prospect from the farm, you know. You can you still talk to buyers and sellers and stuff from the farm. In fact, yeah, mentally we're probably in a better place to do it there. You know, really. So, I mean, yeah, I, I love this business. I I love playing music and being creative, but like the doing real estate is just really fun. Like, yeah. I really enjoyed the relationships I made along the way. Yeah, and um, I'm not. I've never taken on more than I could handle. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just been really fun um, joining your team. 
the Snyder team. And um, yeah, it's just, I feel, I feel blessed and it's uh, yeah. I appreciate you guys. So, yeah, no, that's goes both ways. You know, it's uh, one thing that's really neat about our business is you can make it your own. What I would tell people who are thinking about getting in the business is it's not a job. It's not a career. It's a lifestyle. Yes. So, you know, you're always on. Um, but with that being said, if you enjoy doing it, it's like you're not even going to work, you know? Yeah, so, it's talking to people. Yeah. You, which, can, you get to make it how you want. It's, tr- yeah. it's a true entrepreneurial type of environment that we're in as as real estate agents. So, you know, is there probably many too many of us out there? Yeah, there probably is. But, you know, it's... It is what it is, right? So it is what it is. Yeah, yeah, it is. You got fun stuff going. Yeah, I got some. Uh, so I have my annual trip coming up to Lake Vermilion with the guys. We do that a uh, week after fishing opener, and um, I have a little company up there, so it's kind of fun to mix a little work with pleasure. I actually have a, a satellite real estate team up there, and then we own Vermilion Dock and Lift Services. I'm a part owner there, so that's. Open water fishing's coming along. One of my good good buddies is a is a big fisherman. He has all the gear, so I just kind of snap into his systems and drink beer with him and go and go. Oh man, yeah. So that's coming up. Uh, we have the EXP shareholders event coming up right around that same time. So we're gonna run down there for a couple days, just hook up with a bunch of EXP like minded real real estate agents. Um, Hear hear from Glenn, our our owner and president, and where's that, that at? It's in Orlando, so not the best time to be in Orlando in May. I'm not really a hot weather guy, but <laughs> after this long winter, I'll take it. Why yeah, not? Yeah, need to get some vitamin D, a little depleted, you know, right now. Yeah, but well, that's too bad. You're you're gonna be gone for Fungi Fest. Yeah, Fungi Fest, we're going to have to figure out how to work that in. But, you know, maybe we could just get somebody else from the Snyder team to hop on in there that someone's probably should. even far more capable than me. So maybe we could figure out who that is. Maybe we'll, we'll come walking in the door here pretty soon and we can send the invite to them. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever whoever wants to. I know, uh, well, Gretchen lives in the area and she's a, she's got a family and it's a family friendly deal. So yeah. that'd be fun if she came or Claire. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it's. I think it's everybody's invited. I, I, and it's you know, it's cool with Gretchen and Clara. They're totally different. Per, we're all got so different yeah. personalities, you know. So I, I think it would always it'd be fun to have those guys as part of it. Yeah, like I'll, I'll miss you guys at Fungi Fest. It's just you know, you know, you know, Minnesota and Wisconsin. You only have so much time to take it all in, right, and get your <laughs> stuff done. So you, yeah, you you try to do what you can do. You know, other than that. Um. Yeah, you know, got Easter weekend coming up and hosting and that kind of thing. And then, uh, yeah, the real estate market's starting to pick up, which is great. It you is. Know, we're all excited to be getting busier yep. and helping people. And, you know, that's what it's all about is helping people, you know, and finding them the right house and selling their houses to make their dreams come true, whether they're going down to Florida or going up north or wherever they're going. That's That's what I love about my job is, Actually, I shouldn't call it my job because it just says it was a lifestyle. That's what I love about my lifestyle is I get to help people yep. with that stuff. Yeah, so. and it affords you time to do other things that you enjoy doing also. Yeah, yeah, that's great. You know, you want to work with like-minded people. So it's, 
you know, you, you know, whatever clubs you're part of or, you know, like doing like what we're doing, just talking about outdoors and fishing and hunting and stuff like that. Those are the types of people I love to work with too. Yep. You know, you have a lot to talk about. So smoking meat. Smoking meat. Smoking meat. That's why we call this thing real real estate, et cetera. You just never know what you're going to get. Real estate, (laughs) et cetera. So yeah, yeah, this this is our first episode together. Um, we did a little podcast out of the uh, Snyder team office, what, like a year and a half ago. I kind of used it just to get to know the the team. Yeah. And that was a lot of fun. I missed doing that, so I'm excited um, yeah. Yeah. to embark on this with you. I think it'll be a lot of fun. And Yeah, I, 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 I'm looking forward to it too because, you know, I've, I've changed the way that I choose to bring content into my mind, and one of the ways that I do it is by listening to people's podcasts. Me too. You know, it's um, I, I really find value in 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 learning about things of people who are maybe accomplishing what I seek to accomplish one day, or mm-hmm. have been successful in some realm of their life, whether it might be financially, whether it might be spiritually, what have you. So I think podcast is a whole nother way of um, filtering the content that you want mm-hmm. for you personally versus getting the general content of the major news channels and that sort of thing. I've, I've just opted not to really pay as much attention to that. So getting back to our podcast here, I, I think my main goal is to provide some really good real estate advice to people, but at the same time lightheartedly and share some of the other et cetera stuff that goes along with it. Yeah, the story time, the storytelling. Story time, yeah, because I, I believe there's – there's a lot of things to share and and um and a lot of things that you know we can share with people you know especially since we've been involved in yeah, almost going on 5000 real estate transactions now so there, that, there's a lot crazy. of knowledge there to share yeah how many years have you been doing it 23 years wow yeah what made yeah. you get into it actually Jennifer yeah business partner got got me into it so yeah so she, uh, that was her gig. I was in corporate America and then hooked up with Jennifer and ran it and ran from there. Thought it was going to be kind of a temporary thing. Sure. 23 years later. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's, it's been an interesting ride for sure. Well, you're, you're good at it. So, yeah. Well, I appreciate that. You as well. I'm trying, man. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you I, know, I like where I meet my clients. Yeah. 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 Usually it's at a gig. Yeah, gig or, or whatever, you know. Yeah, that's what's great. We don't really have to have a brick and mortar office you need to meet people at. Yep. Nobody really does that anymore anyways, really. You know? Not really. It changes a lot. Uh Twin Twin Point. That's a meeting. Twin Point's a great great office spot. You know, get some tacos, <laughs> get some bush lattes. Yes. Yeah. They have some good chicken too. Yeah, they do. They do. So Well, cool. We've been going for forty minutes. Yeah. What's What's the average podcast go for? Oh, I'd say anywhere from 30 to an hour. 30 to an hour. Yeah. Well, that was pretty easy. That was, We can kind of just keep rambling. I mean. A hundred percent and come up with some things that we want to talk about or, uh, you know, maybe up at the, out at the silo sometime. Yeah. You know, when your boys are in town, we can get, you know, set up a couple mic. I could bring some more microphones and. Yeah. You know. We could tell those stories after the hunt that day. Yep. Well, and. Which is the fun part, you know, and and uh, see what they have to say. But 
Yeah, that would be that would be definitely a delight to do that. Yep, and we can fully edit stuff out, so we don't ever have to be reserved. Oh, we're, we we're not going to go live. <laughs> no, we. <can. laughs> I like I like going back and you know because sometimes you'll burp or yeah something yeah exactly sneeze or sneeze or whatever you know. But I do like as live as possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I think we'll, uh, we'll probably hear some bodily functions we might just leave in there. <laughs> yeah, like chowing on deer meat. Yeah, I mean that's. That's what makes us relatable, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. Well, Chris, looking forward to it. Yeah, me too, Bob. Yeah, should be fun. Yeah. Should be fun. So hope you guys like it too. If you don't, tell us. Or you know what? Even better, don't tell us. But if you do, share us. Yeah, and if you don't, share it with your enemies. Yeah, exactly, because we'll like them. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we'll see you guys. All right, bye now.